Zoe Live Foundation, Boston Sparks edited Libman D. The power of Elisha is in the resurrection. Elijah took his mantle, folded it, and struck the waters, which were turned to one side and the other, and both passed through the dry. When they had passed, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what you want me to do for you, before I am taken away from you. And Elisha said, I pray that a double portion of your spirit be upon me. He said, Hard thing you asked. If you see me when I am taken from you, it will be done to you, but if not, no. 2 Kings 2, 8-10 we go to the facts we manifest in this prophetic book the Bible. If Paul is preeminent in the New Testament example of that, it is equally clear that Paul had his roots in the cross. If there is an apostle who knows more than any other apostle about the power of the cross, it is Paul. He has seen this universal and powerful victory in all areas and, therefore, is the apostle of the resurrection life in a peculiar way. We also have that the example of the Old Testament in the life of Elisha is preeminent, which we will see in a broader way we can say with certainty that the power of Elisha is in the resurrection. Let's point out a meaning of that in particular. His power in the resurrection was of this nature, due to the position of the resurrection, he was totally out of the situation with which he had to deal, and he was superior to it. The resurrection always means that we are outside the world. After his resurrection, the Lord Jesus never appeared again to the world. He never personally manifested himself to the world after his resurrection. The resurrection means that he had passed, in that sense, out of the world and departed, and his power over the world was his separation from him. His ability to deal with the situation is because he is no longer involved in the situation. The resurrection life means that we are out of the world spiritually and in a superior position. Elisha, therefore, could move in scenes of death without being overcome in any way by them, but be superior to them all the time and handle them with absolute authority because in no way was he part of them. Its power lies in that. We have to learn to live by the power of the resurrection of Christ, so that the death that surrounds us is not able to influence us to catch us. The union of the resurrection with the Lord Jesus means that we are not involved in the death that surrounds us. We can move in scenes of death and not be touched by death. This is a very important lesson to learn, how to be in life in the midst of death. The authority of Elisha is in the anointing that he had received from the Spirit. We know there is something unique about Elisha. He was the only prophet who was anointed. The kings were anointed, the priests were anointed, the prophets were not anointed. But Elisha is unique, alone. The Lord told Elijah to anoint Elisha to take his place. That has its own meaning, because Elisha is a successor. That means that Elijah and Elisha are a man in two parts. Take that to the New Testament, and the antitype is Christ as the head, and the church, his body, under the anointing. The church is simply the vessel of Christ on earth to carry out his work in the power of the anointing. The courage, the power, of Elisha's anointing became good in the ascension of Elijah to heaven. And it came to pass that as they went and talked, behold, a chariot of fire with horses of fire separated them both, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. When Elisha saw it, he cried out, My father, my father, taking his clothes, he broke them into two pieces. Elisha has his authority in the presence of that anointing. The anointing always implies that God is committing himself, so that the authority of God rests where the anointing is. The anointing it is the Logos doing Rima by the power of the Spirit. 